I can't imagine any situation in which spirituality wouldn't be extremely positive. It's interesting because I I always try to get into the the being of the questioner of what what it is that inspires a particular question whether it's from an aspect of pain that someone is having or trouble that someone is having to a a particular way of thinking about the world and I think in a case like this a lot of us think about the workplace as a place to get things done. Like that's why we go to work, to get things done. And so maybe spirituality wouldn't necessarily be seen as such a positive element if we're focused on getting things done. And yet, it's actually the exact opposite on every level. First of all, the workplace is not so much about getting things done as getting us to be the types of people who can get things done while realizing and recognizing and experiencing that ultimately as Pooja Swamiji says, you are the project. We focus on our projects, but he always says, remember, you are a project. And how can we, in doing our projects, remember that actually our, our own awareness, our own awakening, our own spiritual expansion. That is the ultimate project. And so the workplace, like the home place, last night someone had asked about relationship and romance as a, an impediment on the spiritual path. And I was saying, no, it's just a different place, a different way for you to unfold spiritually. Similarly with the workplace, regardless of whether you are in the workplace, in the family, in a cave, in a school, on the top of a mountain, wherever you are, your job is the same. Wake up. Realize the truth of who you are. Experience it. Know it. Live it. And so the workplace is another opportunity to do that. So number one, it's not about the things that we get done. It's about who we are as the doer of the things. And the other piece that is a misconception that a lot of us think about where spirituality and work don't go together. 
So people think, well, spirituality makes you, makes you very dull. I've had a lot of people say, well, I, I don't really want to be spiritual because then I'll be very bored or I'll be very boring, or I, I really like the excitement of my life, so I don't think I want to be spiritual. Now, spirituality does not by any means make you dull. Look at the, the enlightened masters, the rishis, the sages, and again, choose any religion. Choose anyone from any, any different historical period from Paramahansa Ramakrishna, who interestingly today is actually his birthday. Choose him. Choose St. Francis of Assisi. Choose Rumi. Choose anyone of any religion. Were they boring? Are they bored? Look today at the masters, the awakened ones. Neither are they boring nor are they bored. So spirituality does not make you dull. It's the opposite. It actually pulls you out of the dullness, the numbness that thinks that the excitement of life is to be had in a nightclub, or in a party, or in a good movie, or in a bottle of an alcoholic beverage, or that's the numbness that spirituality pulls you out of. But it doesn't say anywhere, thou shalt not get things done. Thou shalt not be effective. Thou shalt live with your feet, you know, a few inches above the ground or for a few feet above the ground in this wishy-washy, not grounded way. Because that's the other misconception about spirituality is either it makes us dull or it makes us very wishy-washy and we become very very flighty, very irresponsible, and you know, we can't keep our checkbooks balanced and we, we lose directions and because I'm just so engrossed in God. And, and that's a complete misconception. Spirituality grounds you and anchors you in a way that your mind becomes a very obedient tool in your hand rather than the master of you. So in many ways, the deeply spiritual people are actually even more effective because their minds are in their control rather than running around in a million places that they have no control. And so there's nothing in the spiritual teachings that says thou shalt not get anything done. In fact, it's the opposite. In the Bhagavad Gita, it's a scripture, a treatise on getting things done. Doing exactly what you need to do. 
with energy, with even in the midst of stress, in the midst of fear, in the midst of confusion, sleepless nights, but getting done what needs to get done. And so absolutely spirituality is something very positive to bring into our workplace because if we do, a lot of things will shift. Number one, we'll stop looking at each other as competition. Most people think in business, the only competition is the other guy's company. And if that were true, it would be great. If our only competition were the other, the other people making the same product under a different name, we'd be halfway there. We'd still, of course, have to eventually realize, ah, wait, they are us. Ah, wait, it's not about competing against them. But if we could even just be there, we'd be halfway there. The dilemma is that the competition in our workplace is about who's got a nicer cubicle, who's got the desk by the window, who's whose name comes first on the report or the research. And so there's actually all of this even infighting, which not only keeps us from being in a deeply beautiful spiritual place in the workplace, but it keeps us from being effective workers. And so if we brought more spirituality into the workplace, the workers would be spiritually uplifted, spiritually grounded, spiritually connected. They would then be literally physically healthier. We actually know, I won't go into all the science, but we actually know that spiritual grounding and anchoring actually improves our immune system. We know it improves, obviously, our emotional well-being, our coping skills, our ability to not lose our tempers, but it also improves our physical well-being. So this is why, for example, companies like Apple, Hewlett-Packard, McKinsey, company, you know, big, big companies that get things done actually have meditation rooms. Apple, Apple pays people 30 minutes a day to meditate. Now they don't have to, but you've got 30, if you were an Apple employee, you would have 30 minutes of time on the clock, paid time to spend in the meditation room. Now you think how many man hours, woman hours, a month, a year is Apple losing by these people sitting in the meditation room? They're not about spiritually uplifting humanity, they're about getting things done. But the science shows that people who are both grounded and uplifted spiritually are actually better at getting things done. They're actually more creative, more efficient, more effective less likely to 
be confused or be confusing, less likely to lose their temper, less likely to be an inefficient, ineffective worker. So even on just that most superficial level, spirituality is good in the workplace. But on a more deep level, if as employers or CEOs or owners of workplaces, if we can be spiritually uplifted to the point of recognizing that the bottom line is not about just profits, but it's actually about the ripple impact on the planet. And it's not just about money in my pocket, but it's actually about a sustainable model in the world. Well, then workers who are uplifted and connected and grounded are those who are going to be creative innovators for ways to take our working environment into being something that not only is beneficial for the company, but that is actually beneficial for the planet. Because the truth is, those two things are not mutually exclusive. Doing well and doing good are not mutually exclusive. Unless you've got tunnel vision. And so spirituality in the workplace is nothing but positive on every possible level that I can think of. So whether you are an employee or an employer or an owner or a CEO or an entrepreneur or whatever your work environment may be, the more spirituality you can bring into it, the better. Don't be afraid of it. It is not going to turn your workers into dull, listless, floating, flighty people. It's going to actually turn them into exactly what you as a company and we as a planet 